I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Tatsa Pine Lautiwa Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. Episode 70. It's a little bit of a milestone. Every time we tack a zero on to a number, I feel very accomplished. <laughs> right? It's like a whole new decade starting. It really, really is. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad we made it thus far. <laughs> I know. It's pretty amazing. I forgot about it. And then uh, then also it was like a, a, a check to me because then I was like, uh, how we write the episode numbers in Nest Purse. So I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, now I got to like rewrite the number. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that Love makes it. sense. Yeah. It makes so, sense. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. You, I don't know. We know. Yeah. They don't know. So yeah. how do we explain that? <laughs> yeah, well, like a learning opportunity, <laughs> really. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, which is part of the thing too, because it was like, all right, like want to learn to count uh, past ten, because you know, knocks the me top, peel up paka, or locks right after a much of putum. You know, we learned that as a kid. You know, one through yeah. ten, easy days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's like, well, what about twenty? And what about thirty? And then now, what about seventy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, gotta look it up. I think it, I think it may be oinapta epta. I don't know, just like going off of logic, you know, because it's like oinapta seven and then epta for like the decade part. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know for sure. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's all we're really kind of adding. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I know 60 oilaks upped it, um, which I've never counted up to 60 before in my life. Uh, yet now, because of the show, uh, I can at least, you know, get up to 60. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, now to add the 70s on there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the 80s. And then the 90s. <laughs> Shoot, then when it gets to 100, it's like, all right, now a whole new ballpark. Uh, yep, yeah. Yep, I, yep, I honestly, yep. now that I've said it out loud, I don't know that I've ever counted to 100 in this purse. Really? Yeah. I feel like I might have when I was younger, but. I mean, that's like counting sheep. Like, it's going to take a while. So, like, who wants to do that for no reason? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you had class, like, right? In high school? that's why. High school and college. So LC. Yep, your girl was in the the honors classes. Come on. That was then, this is now. (laughs) 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 There's been some time in between. But, um, but yes. For real. Oh, well, it's good to see you. It's been a few weeks. It has been a few weeks. Surprisingly, ah. you let me, you let the few weeks go by. So, <laughs> you know, you, you gave your girl her rest when yeah. she wasn't trying to receive it. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. Well, I'm I'm glad that you're open to receiving it. Yeah. Especially because we had, we had content. We're like, you know, we were we were good on the, the the deliverables, so it's like, please, yes, take time for the self, especially on international trips. It's like, come on now. Yes, yes, I, I definitely needed it. I definitely needed it. So. 
Yeah, How was your week? Great. week? What did what did you get into the last couple of weeks? Ooh, what did I get into? I know I finished a lot of beadwork, which was great. Uh, working on a collection right now, so I'm getting closer and closer. I'm at like the 75 to 80 percent portion of it all. I've okay. also uh, put in a few applications for things. I've submitted uh, my work for presentation in certain places. I've been working on also trying to get myself an artist in resident or like, yeah, an artist in residency, uh, artist in residence situation lined up. I also finished a grant application uh, for black and indigenous people of color artists. So yeah, kind of weaving those things together, basically trying to get trying to get some money flowing uh, so that, you know, it's not stagnating and uh, also trying to get these outside sources to to network my art in, in greater in greater capacity than what it is right now. Yes, most definitely. That's all good things. That's all pr- production, productivity, yeah. um, establishment, all that stuff. Ground, yeah. literally just kind of planting the seeds and this is what it takes. So especially as an artist, it's not easy to do, but um, it's a process. It's like you're walking into the unknown, but you're confident at the same time. So um, yeah. I think that, that sounds really dope, but I'm excited to see hopefully your work in places I won't expect it. So yeah, um, that's exciting. Nice. <laughs> you and me both i'm like i'm hoping for the same thing <laughs> hey, let's go come on we need to make this happen it has been nice yeah. though I, i've made a few connections uh and yeah getting getting into different arena you know this whole museum world uh or just even public presentation of exhibits uh so different mm-hmm. gallery spaces uh it's, yeah. it's exciting i'm you know trying to level up so yeah yeah yeah, no doubt. No, I mean, my confidence is there. So it's only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel Yeah, well, it really is. It's th- that matter of time. And then the networking part, the the putting yourself out there, because then that's the other thing, too, is just like realizing, like, no matter how outstanding our work can be, like, we still have to market ourselves. We still have to, like, bring it to the attention of people. Uh, and or spaces for it to go places so it's just like all right how do I conquer that step so it's been a learning curve uh, and I know I'm like just at the beginning yet hopefully some things happen uh you know like I said got some applications out got my emails out started to make some connections so yeah we'll see what what happens in the next few months yeah most definitely heavy on those connections yeah for (laughs) real uh and you yeah. got to, I guess, connect with land and space and time and no one around, it feels like. Yes, <laughs> heavy on the no one around. So, well, I don't say that in a bad way because it was very yeah. much positive. So I basically have had so much going on to the point to where I kind of hit me that I was experiencing burnout because I was at a mental state to where I was just like, I didn't care anymore. It wasn't that I didn't care, but I was just like so over it in a sense to where I'm like, you know what? Screw the businesses. Let me just do something regular to where, you know, I don't have to think so much. I don't have to respond so much. I don't have to be in demand so much to where I was just like, you know, I was just kind of going through the movements, but kind of, but 
not not excited to, I guess, if that makes sense. And so once I kind of realized that, I was like, okay, okay, you know, this is not what you want. <laughs> and so um, you need some solitude. You need some clarity. You haven't established any goals yet. Um, so yeah, so I booked the flight to Costa Rica. Crazy thing is I thought the place I was staying at was like 45 minutes from the airport. It was a good four hours from the airport. What? So I had, which was fine because I didn't get sleep for like the last two and a half, three days. Like I slept for, I think three hours. Okay. So the whole, the whole little four hours did not take very long for me. I was out. And okay. so I get to this place and I was there for about 10 days and it was absolutely amazing. I was like up in the mountains with the locals, just like vibing. And it was gorgeous and the sun was shining every single day. Hummingbirds and yellow butterflies would be around me constantly. The weather was warm and it was really the clarity I needed. I didn't work if I had to work. If an email could wait, I'm going to let it wait. Um, I really just, I sat down and watched a movie like without doing anything else. Okay. It was the first time probably in a long time. So I really just gave myself the space I needed. I pushed myself into having kind of radical self-care. So I meditated for the first time, tried out yoga. I'd work out some days. I'd do nothing some days. I'd cook for myself, go to bed early, wake up early. Um, so it was a vibe and it was, I just had, I, for, I had to force myself to nothing because I'm there by myself, you know, and I didn't want really anyone there for a good, a good chunk of time until I know I like had, okay, a few days to myself. Um, but it was amazing. I, I, I really had a great time. Um, and I'm still Zen, so it feels good. Um, I already had a little bit of a test, but it was okay. You know, I, I handled it very well. I'm still, I'm still maintaining kind of that peace. I'm still meditating. I never thought meditation would work for me ever, okay. but it's been amazing. I've been doing that and keeping my body moving. So it's, it's been very well, very good. Yes. And, um, I, I, it was a trip that I definitely needed. I needed a, a mental reset. I got those goals listed, um, every day. It's like, there's a challenge, but it's not that much of a challenge. I know I'm going to get over it. So it's great. It's been great. And at the end of the trip, I thought I was going to be like screaming Wilson, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't like, <laughs> I was good. I wanted to stay longer. I didn't want to leave at all. And it, it, it really was a trip that I needed. So I'm just glad that I took it because it probably um, saved a lot of things. If that makes sense. I guess I avoided some things that I could have. Um, I don't know. I don't really know how to how to word it, but it's just basically I'm glad I took the trip because things can only get up from here. I'm not just kind of blatantly going through life, doing things I'm unhappy with because I was able to kind of step aside, restructure, re-strategize, and it feels amazing. So yeah. that was me. And so now I'm back at it. This is day, what, three of my back to business week. I mean, I did some work while I was gone. I just didn't do an overwhelming amount. It would just be a couple hours here and there. But okay, um, now I'm back and I'm doing good and we're getting things done and getting back in the flow. Today is jam-packed day, but I'm very grateful for it. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, I'm doing good. <laughs> nice. Ah, oh, that's so amazing yeah. to hear. Did you bring any, uh, yeah. a beadwork with you too? I did. I brought set projects. I used to be the person that would bring everything. I said, no, I'll just bring about three different product projects and, um, got one done and I was okay with that. <laughs> like, okay. I was okay with just not having, not getting everything 
everything done. They were just back up. Cause I do genuinely like to bead, but I wasn't going to force myself because it is work at the same time. So if it yeah, yeah. ever felt like work, then I wasn't going to do it. So, um, I knocked out one project, which came out nice and I gave myself the time and the space to do it. So, and that's the thing is I just focused in whatever I was doing. I was extremely, extremely present to where usually if I'm beating, okay, I'm answering emails. I might do calls. I might do this. I'm thinking about this. I got to write down this and vice versa. But like, if I'm doing something, I'm completely in it. So if I was beating, I'm not answering emails. I'm not worried about what I'm going to, I'm totally present and whatever. If I'm cooking, okay. I'm totally present in cooking. I'm not thinking about anything else. So that was a trip really is just to be as present as possible and to just focusing on what I'm doing in that moment. I think that's what kind of made it beautiful because I was able to take in not only what I'm doing and focus and be the best at that, but I'm also consuming a beautiful around, you know, environment around me, whether that's noticing the birds chirping, you know what I'm saying? The little things. So it was good. It was good. It was really, really good. As soon as I asked that, then I realized, oh, never mind. I I know that I commented on one of your posts about you like freehand drawing uh animal <laughs> figures i was like excuse me just a whole other type of artist on top of your beadwork and everything else i was like dang yeah your girl can draw i just don't if i don't have to but i mean that's got i think that that was my first art form was drawing okay. I, if anyone who actually knows me like has been to school with me knows that drawing like i do portraits and i do all types of different stuff like from like middle school through high school like drawing was just my thing and so but now that i'm beating i'm like i don't like drawing if i don't have to draw but, but your girl can draw like <laughs> not to. so I'm, I'm one of those and even if i couldn't draw it's like i am one of those people that i can literally do anything that i set my heart to so it's like if i put down beating and decide to go into painting or whatever like i know i you know i could do it but i just prefer other art forms <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense Dang, that's yeah. I love that though. I've never been able to draw. I can, really? I, yeah. I'm I I'm not really good with drawing. I can do things ish if I need to ish. It's heavy on the ish though. And I've always been that kid in school who was jealous of the kids who could draw. It's like <laughs> you know the ones who could just look at like Snoopy and then like draw Snoopy or whatever. I'm like, how do you do that? I don't get it. I got really good at like doing a sun with a smiley face in it. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'd make my sun rays like different patterns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't draw actual things. Yeah, my mom, um, my mom used to draw. So that's why I think I definitely got it from my mom. Uh, okay. She would draw with me and then I just throughout, you know, growing up, I just kept drawing. And then once I got to like probably call and then that's <laughs> That's funny because I used to draw my designs first when I like when I first started beating, I would draw everything. I'm like, man, this is so time consuming. And then all of a sudden it hit me like, Michaela, you could print things out. You know, you don't have to draw. <laughs> so once that obvious, you know, um, game changer occurred, that's when I was able to um, kind of put down drawing and just print things out or whatever. Um, at the time but now most of the time I'll draw out my designs if they're like geometric but if it's a portrait I'll just print it out but yeah it blew my mind I'm like Michaela you're sitting here drawing each of these medallions <laughs> and you don't have to <laughs> uh, yeah anyway. I, well for my designs I I 
I take a very like mathematic approach. I love getting out my rulers and I make grids and then, you know, determine angles and whatnot. So that's how I'll draw a lot of my stuff is mm -hmm. with rulers. And then if it's a, any type of shape or figure, or so I guess for figures, say it's animal figures or like, I don't know, trees, mountains, I don't know what, it, whatever it is, I trace. So mm -hmm. I'll use tracing paper and then I will, if I don't have anything printed, which I usually don't have anything printed, I'll trace off of my laptop screen. So mm -hmm. I'll tape tracing paper onto my laptop screen and trace whatever I need. And then if it's just like shapes, I'll cut them out and make stencils. So like, I don't know, say I'm trying to do a heart shape. I'll cut it out of construction paper or like a manila folder mm -hmm. and then use that as a stencil. Cause yeah, my yeah. drawing skills aren't, aren't super great. <laughs> so yeah. I use a lot of hacks or like a lot of different things to get around it. So I can actually get the things that I want. Yeah. I wish I could just bust out a drawing. Yeah. I mean, that's art. I mean, you got to get creative. Yeah. But yeah, I don't normally draw if I don't have to. That was like the only time I think I've drew. And I don't know how long for like a, a, aside from like, you know, geometrics and like ruler and graph paper, but like drawing an actual figure, that's like my first time in a long time drawing something. But it wasn't nothing major. <laughs> People are going to go back to your page and be like, what was she drawing? I want to see. They're going to be like, that's it? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's still I a lot for me. <laughs> I thought you were referring to the end of my video because I was journaling and I had a picture on the left hand that I drew, but I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't oh, know okay. Well, boom. Just... There, there's some for me to go back and look so at. If y'all really go back and be like, oh, that's it. I'll finish the video and watch it at the end. You'll see a little bit more of what I've you know, just kind of scratched yeah. out, but, but no. <laughs> uh, were you doing I'm your... Not, I'm not that y'all so don't don't be calling me to draw stuff because i really i'm not that great you know i can do the bare minimum so <laughs> we we all have different minimums i can tell you that much because yeah your minimum is my maximum so go go the f off <laughs> were no you... one tends to hype me up more than, than <laughs> <laughs> were you doing like your own self-guided meditations or were you listening somewhere how did that work out for you oh i definitely needed help because I, I would laugh at the thought of meditation because my mind, I'm an overthinker. So like my mind just runs. And so, um, I was downloaded an app, I forget what it's called, but, um, I think it's insight timer. Anyway, they give you like your, you have your first seven days of meditating. If it's your first time meditating, they walk you through the first seven days okay. and it was amazing and it's like they it's just they're like 10 minutes long so your girl you know her patience isn't that great so 10 minutes was perfect and she goes through the whole thing and she's talking you through it and then you go into the next day and the next day it's still the breathing exercise but she might have you focus your mind on something else um or a noise in the room or a mantra so each day is a little bit different. Some days you might be sitting up, some days you might be laying down, um, whatever. So I went through those first seven days, which was perfect because by the time I started it, I only had seven days left of my trip. So like my first three days, I was just chilling. So I was like, all right, seven days, let's go ahead and knock out these last seven days. And it, it was great. And I've been meditating ever since. And so I kept that app and that one's free. Um, I did originally 
downloaded app that was for Black women. It was in my book. It was my self-care, radical self-care for a Black women book that I always reference. And they yeah. had three different apps. And one of them was for Black women specifically, which girl likes free. So <laughs> not when you had so many and then you had to pay for subscription. Um, so I checked out this other one that was free and it still, it still is. Like they have so many different options for you. Um, so that's the one that I've been working with. Also, I downloaded Apple Fitness, but I found out I liked the app better than Apple Fitness. I haven't played around enough on Apple Fitness for meditation. I did like one meditation with them, um, but I still like my other app. So for any of you who do not think meditation would ever be for you, I guarantee you, you can make it work. <laughs> Go to Insight Timer um, app on your phone. I don't know if Android has it, but iPhone does. And just try out your first seven days and really get through those seven days. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. Um, what is funny, though, is my grandmother, she's kind of the same way. So I meditated with her like over the phone. So I have two phones. So I had, you know, her on FaceTime on one and I had the other one going. Um, it. She okay. was doing yeah. it. And she was breathing. And at the end of it, she was just like, that was great. And um, never thought that she would sit down and meditate with me, but she did. So if we can do it, y'all, y'all can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yo, that's brilliant. Well, then yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, because before you said you like, I don't know that I would ever meditate before or whatever. Uh, and then now you've had like some time to yourself to go through it. And then I yeah. wonder like, what, what were your, your type of thoughts or like, what were your thoughts going in or, you know, previous to like cutting aside time to like really dive into meditation? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Like, like my thought whole, process through yeah, it. Yeah. Well, the parts of like, Oh, it's not for me. Cause like, I mean, I know for me, so like I first really encountered like someone's personal meditation. Like I heard about meditation growing up, whatever ish here and there. I don't know. You would hear it on a TV or I don't know, whatever, like random things. Yet the first mm -hmm. time that I really, really, really came into contact uh, was with one of my friends. We were working a job and we were abroad and like uh, there was just like a lot of like side drama going on and this and that and then my mm -hmm. friend's like you know what i'm gonna go meditate uh and i remember he went back to his room uh and then he did and then later when i saw him he was like yeah girl like i went and i put on my meditation and i zend out and this and that and i was like oh you can do that uh, uh and like he's like yeah he's like I, I just went to youtube and like i put in you know 15 minute 15 minute meditation and then mm -hmm. I went and I, I just listened along. And then he was like, and now I just feel so much better. Like all like all this like pent up whatever emotion or feeling that I had prior to me doing this, like now it's gone. I feel so much more grounded, so much more centered. And that was like mm -hmm. 2016. So, you know, not that long ago. Uh, yeah. And then I, I don't think that I like hopped into a guided meditation until like 2019. So like three years later. Um, when I was like starting to feel like, okay, like I, I need something like my hands are shaking, like give me something, you know? Uh, yeah. and then that was when I finally first did it. Yeah. I remember like back in 2016 when he did it, I was like, you do that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I just, I just had like weird thoughts or feel, you know, cause it wasn't anything that I thought that I would do. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So I'm curious, like, you know, you're saying like, oh yeah, just like, this is something like you put yourself into now. So like, just curious as your like thoughts or like feelings going into it. 
Yeah, I think at first I was like, this isn't going to work. But I was like, I'm commit like this trip. Like I literally was going to make myself uncomfortably uncomfortable to be comfortable on this trip. I was like, I'm I'm trying new things. I'm doing the face mask. I'm doing the yoga. I'm doing the meditation. I'm doing everything I've never done before. um, And I'm going to completely indulge. And so I knew going into it, it it was going to be a challenge for me just to kind of clear out my mind. But there's little tips and tricks that, you know, they guide you through as you're sitting there. Um, but I, I, I mean, I think when you're committed to it and you know, you need it, it's not doing it. Well, I know it's good for me. Let me just sit down and do it real quick. Like you're not going to get anything out of that because your mind's going to be running. And normally that when my mind drifts off, drifts off, it's always for work. Like, it's always like, Mm. how can I do this? But it's like motivating where it's like, I'm. I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm super hyper internally and excited. It's like, I should try this. I should try this. I should do this. Or maybe if I call so-and-so we could do this, I can get this going. Or maybe this LLC, like that's how my mind works. So when I say I'm overthinking, that's usually what I'm overthinking about. Thankfully it's not like stress anymore. Like, Oh, I got to be doing this or I should be doing this. And those are two different feelings, right? When you think about it, it's like, okay, you're on your yourself you're stressing yourself out you're giving yourself anxiety you're saying you're not good enough because you could should be doing this as opposed to thinking those thoughts of man i'm super excited i think i can make this happen with with this person i think i can create this for my family if i just do this and do this um and looking at the brighter side of things they're two different completely mindsets so first of all i'm thankful for getting out of that mindset and moving over into more of the optimistic mindset um so that's usually where my mind leads and so knowing that it's more so optimism when I'm sitting there and I'm meditating, you know, I know everything's going to work out. I know I'm optimistic. I know I have a positive mindset. So I, it's okay to put that on a back burner and just focus in on me as opposed to worrying about certain things. And so going into it, I thought my mind was going to be all over the place in that way to where I'm not going to be focused. But once I was focused, it was like, okay, you know, you're going to be okay anyway. So just put it off to the side and focus in on what's around you. And then afterwards, it was just a very fulfilling feeling because you're like you're doing those deep breaths and those deep exhaling. Um, you're focusing on certain noises, which causes you to be present. So I was focusing either on the wind or I'm focusing on the birds or I'm focusing on even the refrigerator running. I, the littlest things cause you to be present. And so um, and by the end of it, I just it was a lot more clear. I had a lot more confidence in myself because I know everything's going to be OK. I know who I am first and foremost. And I always figure it out. Even when I don't figure it out, I still have a solution. So it's like, that was kind of my mindset throughout the whole time is just being okay. And knowing everything is going to be okay. And if it's not okay, it's still going to be okay. You know what I mean? And so, um, so yeah, so yeah, the biggest challenge is just kind of calming my mind down. But when you want something enough, you know, you'll do it. And that's the pro that's the thing. And that's what I feel like other people need to realize is kind of use me as, as an example. You don't want to get to the point of burnout or get to your wits end before you make a change, because that's only going to impact you, whether it's physically, mentally, financially, emotionally. Um, so always get ahead of it and then jump in, you know, when you have that thought to make a change, do it. You know what I'm saying? When you know, you really don't get to your breaking point yet. <laughs> Because, you know, it takes a lot more time to get you back or get you to that next level of where you actually want to be. So, yeah, it's just really just focusing it on your mind and just and it helps with just having full control of your mind because you can meditate anywhere at any time for any length of time once you understand, you know, what it what it really is. And so. um, 
So I think that was kind of the beautiful point too, is just getting, getting complete control of your mind and, you know, nothing bothers you unless you allow it to bother you, you know? So um, it was a whole mindset shift realistically, just going, <laughs> going in and coming out with it. I can't really give you a solid thought besides, you know, it worked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it was great. I mean, it works for me. I'm still going, I'll either meditate in the morning or I'll meditate before I go to bed. Because if I meditate in the morning, it's like, okay, my mind's clear going into everything. I can make solid decisions without all the commotion. Cause usually when you wake up in the morning, you think about, Oh, I got to do this, 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 this. And so once you clear your mind, it's like, okay, let's prioritize this. Let's just knock it out one at a time. And then you think clear because you're focusing on <clears throat> one thing at a time, as opposed to everything. Um, and then at night, it's like, obviously you're still carrying some things with you and what you have to do tomorrow. And last night that kind of challenged me. Cause I'm like, and it's an event day. I have an event today. And so usually today, yes. these are the days that are the most hectic days, but thankfully <laughs> I, like I'm perfectly, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. And last night I was like, man, I should probably do that. I'm like, work's over, Michaela, work's done. You're clocked off. Your family's here or whatever. And, um, Work's still going to be work tomorrow. It's still going to be there, whether you think about it right now or think about it tomorrow. You have the same thoughts tomorrow, you know, if not yes. even clearer because you know exactly what you need to get done. So turn your brain off. And so when I was going to sleep or I, took, I meditated before I went to sleep, then I was just able to ease it into my sleep because I, it slowly just kind of fades away. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. So if anyone needs a firsthand experience, that's kind of how it is. And again, I never thought I would be into it just because of how much I choose to put on my plate. But it's very much, very much works. Yeah. I tried that's yoga, dope. though. and Yoga wasn't for me yet. Because, but at the same time, <laughs> I didn't have a yoga mat. So your girl's knees was on fire. But oh, okay. you do yoga. And yeah. what, what's your whole process and mental process like doing yoga? Yo, the thing that I learned about yoga for me is that like it actually helps to have money and it helps to have quality stuff around you. I know that sounds weird because that's the antithesis of like yoga in itself. Yeah, here's what I'm saying is because like I know when I first started doing like a yoga practice or like when I go and I do like a community class in yoga, mm -hmm. they have like these really you know, thin mats that don't allow for much padding or you slip all over them. And so then it feels really uncomfortable. So like, say you're doing something simple, yet your feet are sliding everywhere or you're down sitting on the ground or you're kneeling and it hurts because you're like, there's nothing between me and the floor. And then you mm -hmm. also have that internal challenge where you're like oh I want to do good at this thing or say it's a certain pose you know like oh I want to be in this pose yet maybe your body's not ready to be there yet you know and so it's been a, it's been a long process I I took yoga classes over years uh so starting in like my early to mid 20s I would take a couple yoga classes and then towards my later 20s I know I got a little bit more involved yeah, it wasn't really until like my 30s, like 30, 31, that I really started like buckling down and starting to get into it. And then like 32 to now is when I've really developed my personal practice. And in my personal practice, that's where I found the most growth. 
So like I elevated my supplies. So I got myself a quality yoga mat, uh, which cost probably like $130, I want to say. Yeah, it was like my one-time investment to get this yoga mat. It's a non-slip yoga mat. It's extra cushy and padded. And it also has grid lines on the mat that help me to position my body. So it gives me like lines for 45 angles. It gives me lines for a vertical center. It gives me lines for a horizontal center. It also gives me placeholders where I can put my hands or my feet so that I can work on my alignment or yeah, so that I can work on my alignment. Uh, and so it's like this really great tool that like once I got that and I started practicing on that yoga mat, I was like, this is night and day from what I would do in, in classes or like other classes where they were giving you a community mat. And then also being able to learn how to use yoga blocks and or bolster. That was huge for me. I took mm -hmm. yoga classes with uh, one of my friends, uh, Acacia Red Elk. She was teaching mm -hmm. uh, yoga classes virtually during the pandemic. And I remember she said this one thing that like blew my mind because she was talking about like when we we're doing balancing. So, you know, you're either on one leg, like, you know, balancing somehow. Uh, and she made a comment. She was like, you know, because it, it was virtual, people were in home practicing. She's like, if there's like a chair or a table or your bed, something next to you while you're doing this balance, like it's okay to reach out and use the support around you to help you get through. And that was just like, oh my gosh, like, yes. Cause that was also in a time where like, I personally was very uh, self, I, I was judging myself uh, for not being in the best place in my life. And I was having a hard time accepting help, you know, from friends and family around me. It was hard for me to like ask for help. And then it was also hard for me to accept help. And so it was crazy being in a, a yoga class and somebody being like, you know, it's okay to reach out to the support around you, allow the support around you to help you through this moment. And I was like, yeah. girl, boom, yes, <laughs> that makes all the sense. Uh, and so then as that applies physically to the yoga practice, I've learned that like when I use my yoga blocks, it helps me so much more. So like say a simple action, like, well, I don't want to say simple, an action of like bending over and touching your toes, you know, mm -hmm. you, you hinge at the hips, and you bring your chest forward and you reach down with your hands towards the floor to try to touch your toes, right? That's that motion. And, you know, so then say it's like your first time in a yoga class and you want to keep up with everyone. So you're like really reaching for your toes to make it happen. Whereas like with yeah. the yoga block, I use my yoga blocks underneath me all the time. And so they're these rectangles that are like, I don't know, like two inches wide, three inches it's like two inches by like three and a half inches by like nine inches. And so then I, I set my yoga blocks down and I only put my fingertips on my yoga blocks. So then that's given me like an extra nine or 10 inches off the floor, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I've learned in time how to make things easier. And so that's what I've really enjoyed about the journey of my yoga practice is understanding that quality really helps enhance it. So like having quality equipment so yoga blocks maybe even like a strap so like a strap is something that you would put like around your foot to help you to like pull into a, a stretch or like open into a stretch whereas like you know yeah. you can't really reach with your hands so you use this like piece of cloth or like a band that would help you hold a stretch uh so having like quality equipment around and then learning how to like back off 
because we want to like hit the maximum. So it's like, oh, rather than like thinking I have to go to this 100% place, let me back off and sit in like a 60 and 70 area place, 60, 70% place. And I can still get as much benefit, if not more. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of been like the cool thing about it is just like learning. I don't know. I, I kind of lost myself and all that. Yeah, that's been like, those are major points in my learning journey with yoga. Cause yeah, beforehand it was, it, it felt forced or, you know, um, mm-hmm. and now, now I'm in control of it. So like now when I go and I take a yoga class and the teacher's like, all right, bend over, touch your toes. I'm like, girl, I'm bending over and I'm touching my knees, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. cause I know how my body works. And I know that like, okay, we're going to do this motion five more times in the class. So like, first I'm going to bend over and touch my thighs. Second time I'll bend over and touch my knees. Third time, my body will be a little bit warmer so I can bend over and touch my shins. Fourth time, mm-hmm. you know, as I learn to breathe and relax and my body's like getting more warmed up, then maybe I can reach my ankles. Then maybe I can reach the top of my feet, then my toes, then maybe the floor. You know, I, I've yeah. learned the progression of things. For me, it's my wrists. My wrists, I have to like, before yoga class, I roll out my wrists. I do these active open and closing of my hands to get my forearm started to warm up and fired up uh, mm-hmm. so that my wrist can have some motion. Cause yeah, at the top of a yoga class, they'll always be like, all right, hands down on your mat. Uh, we're going to go into cat cow or whatever it is. I don't put my hands down on the mat the first couple of times I use fists because like uh, using like a fist and putting my knuckles down on the floor, it's stronger for your wrist. It's a stronger support for your wrist than when you put your palm down face on the floor and then your wrist is now at a 90 degree angle. When it's a mm-hmm. fist and like your knuckles are straight down, your wrist stays in a complete straight line. So you have greater support, you know, bending yeah. over and touching your toes. Like I bend my knees because then I know it's not pulling on my hamstrings. You know, like mm-hmm. I've learned all these ways to make things easier because then like once you are able to like relax into the easy parts, then your body can ease into like the greater expression. So then by time it's like halfway through the class or end of the class, then I can bend over and touch my toes, straight legs, palms flat on the ground. Yeah, I don't start that, you know, so it, it's really yeah. cool. It, it, it's a story, you know, like with any story, you have like your introduction and then you start to build up. And then you have your mm. high part of your story and then you can resolve like, then there's a re- resolution on the other side. Uh, yeah. so I don't know that that answered your yoga question yet. That's who I could talk about getting on a yoga mat and doing stuff forever. Cause yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's a saving grace for me. Uh, and especially like, that's why my practice got so deep in my 32 to now 35 area. Cause as our listeners have heard too, like I've had my, my struggles with like identity and uh, self-esteem and whatnot and getting moments where I would just be on my mat. It's like, you're saying with meditation, it's like, okay, this is all I'm, or like with your, with your whole vacation, it's like, oh, this is all I'm doing in this moment. So like, I'm only on this mat and I'm only focusing on opening up my hips, on opening up my chest, on rolling out my shoulders, So then all the other shit that was like bogging me down, it didn't exist, quote unquote, on the mat because I was only focusing on myself and my body and my relief. So it was like a huge thing to help me get through those days. Mm -hmm. Yoga was my escape. I would go there and not even necessarily yoga yet, just getting into my body, you know, get out of your head, get into your body. 
That's that was the mantra. Like get out of your head, get into your body. So I'd like, you know, throw on Destiny's Child greatest hits. And I would, you know, <laughs> shimmy and shake and jump up and down and then put a stretch in the middle. Then I'd lip sync to Survivor and jump up and down and then hit the other side with a stretch, you know, just like it, it, it's another form of meditation, which uh, that's the greatest thing that I've learned too with meditation. It's like, it's just coming back to the practice. It's like, once you know, like presence is the goal, you know, like you said, listening to the wind or listening to even like the buzz of the refrigerator. Like once you have the thing, yeah, you may stray away from it. Like you might start to think about your work about what you might want to eat, maybe even about like some of the sensations in your body. And then once you become aware of that, it's like, oh, wait, come back to the practice. I'm focusing on the wind. I'm focusing on the buzz, whatever it is. Uh, like that's the, that's the thing is like being able to be aware to come back to the moment. So yeah, yeah. I, I've enjoyed that in the journey. Yes, Woo! I love it. It is a journey. <laughs> It definitely is a journey because when I was doing it, I was like, whoa, 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 your girl don't bend that way. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when it became like, mm, maybe I'll do this later. But it really is just a process of like you were saying, you go at your own pace, your own time, what works for you and works for your body. So um, I'm definitely going to have to tap back in at some point. I planned on it because I was like, I'm out here on like the straight wood. So I'm like, I need like some sort of cushion under my knees because my knees don't work that way. Yep. They're not bulletproof. So <laughs> I'm yep. going to have to try it another way. But yeah, it's 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 a journey. It's an experience. So you definitely motivated me and hopefully other people just to t- try it again. <laughs> well, that's like, so it's a personal thing for me too. Like I want to be able to help people see that because then mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. I see like, you know, uh, black men yoga in the park where it's like 150 uh, like black men in whatever city and they're on the grass and they have their yoga mats and they're like, it's this really cool thing. You know, I, I love that. And at the exact same time, like I want to be able. So then I, so then I think of that, like with like our community or like I've even taught in class, I've taught classes at Nimipu Health. You know, so down on the Nest Perks Reservation at our health clinic, I've been open to probably like six to 10 people. You could probably fit in that space at Nimipu Health or even taught classes at the Piney Wasp. So literally like on the basketball court uh, and people come in with whatever they have. And it's like, oh, so with all of these different like community organization, you know, yoga classes, it's like yes, this is great. And at the exact same time, it would be great to be able to add the quality onto that. So making sure that everybody has a quality mat so that like it works through the discomfort, making sure that everybody has access to blocks so that you can, they're they're basically like training wheels, you know, blocks, bolsters, which are like these big pillows that it's like basically like a big hot dog pillow, uh, which Mm -hmm. is also basically another set of training wheels, you know? So, you know, say like the kneeling, you wouldn't be kneeling directly on the floor. You'd be kneeling on a bolster. So you'd have like eight in- inches of a pillow cushion underneath you so that you can relax into the comfort mm-hmm. and get the actual benefit of what you're going for rather than kneeling on hard floor or on grass where there's rocks underneath you. And you're like focusing on that pain rather than like being able to like enjoy that the actual mm-hmm. yoga stretch, you know? Uh, so yeah, that's like, for me, that's what I think of. I'm like, ah, oh, I want to be able to like, be able to offer all of that 
And then it's like all the money that would go into it. You know, it's like hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars just to be able to equip 10 people, say, you know, getting 10 mats at 130, that's already 10 times 130. Yoga blocks are about 70 to 90 for a pair. If you get like good quality ones, you can get like cheaper ones for like 30, you know, times another 10. Uh, and then space, all these things. So it's like, it's it's a financial investment. Yet, I guess that's the thing that like gets me is that it's a lot of people's introductions aren't the best introductions. And so it's like, how can we help to make quality introductions for sustainability or for people to come back and like really enjoy the process or like you know want to invest more in the process yeah most definitely yeah yeah Yeah, that would be amazing just to have as a community and like showing people just different ways to take care of yourself i think that's the most important right now and it's like i think we went through this process of just go 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 and then we got hit the pandemic where it's like you have no choice but to stop which means you have no choice but to sit with yourself and be comfortable around yourself which means you know that's not always the case which means you have to deal with your uh, mental health things that you know you haven't dealt with and then boom we're kind of cycling out of it and some things may still be lingering um and some things may have been achieved to where it's like okay I know I I got through that I understand that I got some of the help I needed but how do I maintain that now or if you didn't even tap into it okay how do I feel comfortably enough to tap into that so I think just moving the body and kind of healing your mind in that different type of way will work work, work will work for most for multiple different people, but um, just understanding that there are multiple different ways of doing it. You know, it doesn't always mean you have yeah. to sit in front of a therapist. You or sit in front of a stranger to where you don't feel comfortable with that um, sharing what you have going on. It also means you being comfortable enough and, you know, in solitude enough and one with yourself to want to tackle it at your own pace at your own time. So, um, yeah, it sounds like a beautiful thing. You, know, you, you got s- my you got my wheels turning. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I like now I want to like practice with you uh, sometime. You oh, know, I would like, love that. Yeah, I would love that. I'm okay with through. not being my own teacher with yoga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be doing things with other people when it comes to stuff like that. Like, girl, these are the training wheels. Like, yeah, let's let's go with the training wheels because trust me, when when you go with the training wheels, it feels so much better. You're like, oh, I could do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, one thing I've been tapping into more is like dance. So like, ah. and oh, no, 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 you know, I do. Don't even, don't even <laughs> like I like when it comes to Zumba, when it comes to dance fitness, your girl has two left feet. That, that is where my little sliver of Caucasian comes in because it's like, I have no rhythm. So <laughs> that one ancestor just, just poking through that one colonizer, <laughs> that, that who, one in your lineage. <laughs> you know and I don't speak on it often you know but you know I got a little bit of colonizer unfortunately in me you know unavoidable but few generations that's what it comes in that historical marker yes you know most black people do but um yeah so when I I when I gotta follow a screen I'm like yo don't watch me (laughs) whatever you see in this room stays in this room So, but I have so much fun doing it. I have so much fun on Apple Fitness. I'll do the dance. And I did one with, to Beyonce yesterday to Renaissance. Well, uh-huh. One of the instructors had a whole Renaissance routine. 
And so I like just getting my body moving because it's easy to, like, I try to force myself. I haven't done it this week just yet or the last couple of days yet. Um, I said yesterday. I, whenever I say the other day, it could mean now between like six <laughs> months ago. But I think it was Sundays when I did the Beyonce routine. But anyway, um, I try to get my body moving in between work because it's like, okay, let me pull myself away because I've been sitting here for so long, whether you're beating or answering emails or on Zoom meetings, you're sitting. So um, unless you have a stand desk, but even if you do have a stand desk, which I do have, um, you still got to move your body. So yeah. that's been one thing that I've been having a lot of fun with as well. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Wait, that's on the Apple Fitness Apple Fitness, app? yeah. Is that one you free? You get a free trial. You get a free trial for 30 days okay. and then it's like $9.99 a month. But there's always coupons somewhere. So like my sister, she gets hers for $4.99 a month. And I'm like, how are you getting yours for half the price? But I'm wondering if it's because she's a student. I, was I don't say know. Student Go find rate. some discount codes. But yeah. it's $9.99. But you get access to everything. So you get the yoga, you get the dance, you get the strength training, you get the meditation, yes. you get all of it. So I would definitely say it's worth the investment for sure. Yes. Okay, that sounds dope. I'm like... I'd be able to, or like, I'd be down to sign in just to do the the Beyonce routine at least once. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. She was hitting me with because she goes through the songs. It's I don't want to say it's the whole album, but it's at least at least six songs. Six, I would say. Yeah, it's six plenty. Songs. But That's um, definitely a good chunk. But yeah, then you cool down to plastic off the sofa. So it was, oh. like a, it was a nice little, nice, nice little routine. And it's Black History Month, so they have like all the Black history or Black instructors featured for the month, which is really cool. So of course I tapped into those ones. Yes. The vibes. Yes. But, okay. Dang it. I, oh yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we didn't say that at the top of the show. Happy Black, Miss Black History Month. <laughs> There it is. Yes, because we're like a good halfway through February now. Yeah. Does it, I feel like it's not like Black History Month ain't in your face this month. Like, it's not like this it year, don't yeah. feel like Black History Month for whatever reason this month. It's a little bit quieter this month. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, this time around, but, it it's felt like it. I don't, I mean, I'm one of those people to where it's like, you don't need Black History Month to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Where it is just another month, but at the same time, some people are paying extra attention um, right now. And it gives even our own chances to discover certain things that we didn't always know or learn certain things. Um, but yeah, it's very, yahoo, or okay, mm-hmm. kind of a month. But um, <laughs> this month, though, I do feel extra confident. Like, I don't know if you ever seen that post on my Instagram where this white girl, and I probably brought it up on the show before, but this white girl's like, oh, I just had a great run. I got this. And then, like, she's recording herself. And the guy comes through, oh, bitch, get out my fucking way. It's Black History Month. <laughs> and I'm like, this is exactly how I feel. Like, I legit, like, cut off some white elder at the airport. <laughs> it wasn't, like, on purpose. But in my way, I was like, it's Black History Month. Like, you can move. You take Creamy. it away from Like, so there's been multiple instances to where I just kind of, like, you know, could care less about what was going on in the moment for the whites and um, put myself in first. Like, in like it's Black History Month. Well, then, too, I, yeah, very much that. I, I saw something the other day, too, that was like, this is the worst generation in history. And it showed, like, two kids in Costco one's filming the other doing a dance challenge or whatever and everyone's like walking past them being like Mm -hmm. 
okay, nobody's even flinching anymore because, you know, somebody dancing in a public space with somebody else on their phone, zooming in and out. It's like, okay, it's gotten so normalized mm-hmm. at this point. Anyways, uh, the replies to that comment were like a bunch of photos of like, you know, uh, early uh desegregation days when it's just like a mob of people screaming at like the one student who's literally just trying to walk into the school uh mm-hmm. you know and they were like oh are you sure this is the worst generation because i'm pretty sure your generation uh was doing this you know <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part. i don't think kids dancing in front of a phone is nearly as bad as you throwing rocks and food at a person literally just trying to get an education like let's be let's be for real now Uh, exactly too good i i had something that i wanted to say before yet i can't remember the other thing though was uh ashe beauty i don't know if you saw Mm aseki's post the other day uh that uh the line is uploaded on well her post was the line uploading onto the macy's website oh she finally she got it going yeah Yeah, that's what she was saying on our show yeah had a little sneak peek or inside scoop and so that's amazing i didn't i didn't i didn't see it yet i didn't notice her post but um i'm gonna definitely have to go check that out yeah i saw it i want to say two days ago because i messaged her i said come on uh because literally yeah just a couple weeks ago on our show she was telling us like macy's is right around the corner that deal Mm -hmm. that they were working on forever and then, yeah, I saw her post that, like, uh, Ashe Beauty was getting uploaded onto the Macy's website. Yeah, uh, that's so, crazy. Yeah, it was super cool. And I'm like, all right, that's a great Black History Month moment. Uh, oh, hands down. You know, uh, for for that company, for her work and everything to, like, get onto the, the major retailer. Also, mm-hmm. I messaged her, too, like, a week ago, because then I saw 8th Generation has a... Uh, uh, a Seiki LaFrance Sashiri blanket. Uh, yeah, I seen that. Um, you're the one that showed me that last year. Oh, I did? Um, okay. When it was released. Yeah, when it was released. And they were doing it. They were um, re-advertising it this past it. couple. Which I'm glad they worked. So I'm like, oh, good. They got some more left in stock. Because I've, <laughs> I've been wanting to order one. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. I love her design, too. Yeah, it's so nice. And it goes really well with my collections. That's, that's, I was like, oh, I need to buy a couple of these. Uh, yeah yeah inside tea i mean you know what i mean by that uh and a couple other people know what i mean by that i guess if you went to my instagram then you would see you would know um yeah Mm -hmm. anyways yeah i saw that and i was like oh these blankets are nice i was like i better get one uh and now that you say that i do kind of remember that i guess now it just it hits different because we've met the person who's like behind the design yes Uh, it was cool seeing it advertised (laughs) again and i was just like go off blanket um, mm-hmm. so yeah those are some kind of fun moments quick sweet quick shift did you watch the super bowl i watched the halftime rihanna <laughs> <laughs> that's what i mean by the super bowl i guess i <laughs> watched watch watch, rihanna yeah i watched i watched the few minutes right before you know because you had to make sure uh, yeah, I was yeah. sitting here at my desk downstairs. I wasn't watching the TV or whatever. And I was like beating. And I saw a tweet from Shirley Ralph that she was singing the Black National Anthem. At, I, I want to say at three Pacific. Yeah. And so in my head, I was kind of like, all right, well, if that's at the pregame, then, the you know, then the game would be about this part. So I went online and I was trying to find 
where at in the game it was. And it was like second quarter, nine minutes left. And I was like, okay, now I need to track this because I'm not trying to miss the live performance. Uh, and then, yeah. yeah, I got to see it. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to see it live uh, with the millions of others. How about you? Did you check it out live? Yes. Well, I watched Shirley Ralph. I ran in that, ran into the, ran to the TV to watch that. And then I did some things, did some things, did some things. And then we went, it was also my grandpa's birthday. So we had to rush down to um, my uh, auntie's house to do dinner and all that stuff. So right before we left, it was like 14 minutes until halftime. We're like, hurry up. We don't got enough time. Let's go. But 14 minutes is like an hour. So like, <laughs> we went down and then we had plenty of time to watch the, the halftime show. And so as soon as we saw Rihanna, I was like, that girl's pregnant. And so <laughs> you, you um, clocked it right away. Oh, immediately. And I was like, all right, first, you know, you're thinking it's baby fat. Cause she just popped one out. And then once you she turned to to the side a little bit, I was like, "Oh no, she's she's definitely pregnant." Plus, nobody's gonna be showing their baby fat off like that. So I was like, I immediately knew she was pregnant, and so I was waiting because I was like, "Okay, I wonder if she's gonna bring out a special guest because she did some sort of in- interview." We're like, "Well, you're just that's gonna have to right. see." Let alone it was the baby, so that's what <laughs> she meant by, "Oh, you're gonna have to wait and see." And so, yeah, overall, it was a great performance. And then also to find out that she didn't make any money off of the the performance. That makes sense because I'm like, shoot, I'm not spending my own dime to bring anybody out here. And so it was just basically for her exposure, um, which I'm sure her sales skyrocketed just from performing and has been probably skyrocketing since her announcement. So that's called a wealthy move. But uh, it was great. The whole thing was great. The whole thing was great. And then um, I wasn't going for Kansas City because of obviously the racist antics that they do. Um, It's okay. I mean, it is what it is. It was a it was a good it was a good halftime show. That's all anybody really cared about anyway. So, (laughs) yes. I didn't catch it right away. I I was kind of wondering. I was like, hmm. And then my mom also said something too. She was like, I wonder. And then it wasn't until after the performance that I got online and then started seeing things. And then it was like, oh, Rihanna expecting second baby. And then a few hours later, it was like a rep for Rihanna confirms second baby. And I was like, oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I was, was waiting for the confirmation. Pregnant. She yeah. was clearly well, pregnant. Because first I was like baby fat. I was like, no, nobody shows off baby fat to where her, her jumper is zipped all the way down. So I was like, no, yeah, no, she's yeah. pregnant. And then what confirmed it for me, I was like, homegirl's not dancing. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, my family kept trying to decide. I'm like, bruh, she's pregnant. well then too it it was quick yet then they show like right at the top she rubs her stomach like like the very first camera angle like ooh la la bitch better have my money like as soon as like it goes from like her face and they zoom out like the first thing she did was like literally she wasn't doing anything obviously like I feel like like it wasn't a Beyonce type of reveal but it was definitely like you know she but if if anyone's touching their stomach at all like mm-hmm. and it's at that you know with let's the sort of for lack of a better word is like yeah she's they're they're pregnant like yeah so. I was like oh I, I didn't catch it the first time uh so then yeah going back and seeing the video I'm like oh okay it makes sense uh, mm-hmm. yeah I loved it though and of course like as a dancer I love seeing dancers go the fuck off I love it when people are giving their absolute heart 
and just like performing, you know, giving face, like these large motions of like 50 to 100 to however many people doing the exact same thing at the exact same time. Like, I love that artistry. So it was cool seeing all the dancers. And then, you know, she had her little moments where she would break into a little, mm-hmm. a little something, you know, flick of the yeah. wrist, a little bop here, a little sway there. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cute, go off. Um, yeah. And then literally that, just the fact that she has bops, you know, she has like a list of chart topping songs where it's like, even in this super cut of like 30 seconds here, 20 seconds there, 60 seconds here, this song, I'm like, yes, getting my life. Because uh, the girl has hella albums with hella songs that like are just amazing, you know, like stuff that you could dance to, party to, uh, and then, yeah, yeah she, she doing a couple, a couple ballads. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. A good the, time. the the memes afterwards were funny. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once it was confirmed that she was pregnant, the memes had me out. They were yes. Funny. Well, then, yeah, people just like, uh, what's it? Is it languish or just anguish? Uh, I think it's anguish. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a I've never verb. heard language, but I heard anguish. Yeah, I think, let me see. I know that there's like a verb. Languishing of a person or other living thing lose or lack vitality, grow weak or feeble, suffer from being forced to remain in an unpleasant place or situation. He has been languishing in jail since 1974 is the example. So that's just a quick Google search. Uh, So, yeah, I guess like people languish uh, in their like no new Rihanna music. uh, You know, like, dang it, ASAP. Like, now we can't have another album, you know, like (laughs) since number two is on the way. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, languish, L-A-N-G-U-I-S-H. Languish uh, for those mm. of y'all out there. Um, it's a verb. Uh, anyways, you yeah. learn something every day. <laughs> I low key got my life after again watching clips of uh, the signer during Rihanna's performance, uh, Justina Miles. I don't oh, know yeah. if you saw any mm-hmm. of those videos. Oh, she's uh, been trending for sure. Yeah, yes. she did a great job, to say the least. Yes, so super Black History Month. Shout out to her. And then also, like, as Lamutits, as, you know, the, the Chiefs and the mascot situation and the whole end racism being plastered on the helmets and on the end zone, yet there's literally racist acts happening because of the Kansas City team and their fan base doing all those things. Uh, you know, regardless, it was still really cool to see like all the native inclusion um, or like, you know, the indigenous peoples. There's like indigenous uh, entertainment uh, that danced in the pre-show. There was a couple artists and then also uh, Colin Denny uh who yeah, I, I had it too. right here. Where is it? Uh Colin Denny sign uh in both American Sign Language and Plains Indian Sign Language. Um in Denny, who is a research assistant uh at University of Arizona Schools College of Education. Um 
was talking about how like a lot of people aren't aware of North American Indian sign language uh, and how it's been here and like how he felt the need that like for like national recognition for the community. So, I mean, that was dope to see, uh, you know, for these like individuals. Um, and yeah, just like another step and layer of inclusion uh, where it's just like, yes, can we just have a nice, beautiful, inclusive world? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. D I luckily though, didn't super get caught up in mascot stuff this year. Oh, me neither. Uh, Cause yeah, again, just kind of like protecting my peace and, and thank you to the people who have gone out of their way or like, you know, have put in the effort to work on creating change and, and combating that whole issue, you know, mm -hmm. like shout out to you. Uh, like, I don't know. It's, it's so mind boggling to me. Yeah. Also not at the exact same time. Cause I'm like, you know we know what it is <laughs> yeah exactly can't let it get to you <laughs> a shout out to those that are <laughs> fighting the fight for, for exactly <laughs> you know like I'll tap back in at another point uh, cause it's not like I've, I've always been checked out yet you gotta pick your battles just in general and then yeah it's like alright I, I need a little peace right now so this this is where I'm at We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com, and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantum theory. So be kind to yourself out there. Know that you're a boss and drink plenty of water. Kotskiya pihechnu. See you next time.